0: The mind is the most powerful tool in your arsenal. I created this podcast as a daily supplement for you to invest into your thinking. This is your day- daily, mind, mind, mind. daily mind medicine. Yo, what's up, party people? Welcome to another Mind Medicine. Got a story for you today. Uh, I am starting to do a lot of travel. I think I may have talked about that before, but it's, it's a lot. I'm like, I'm not a travel person. I love... Routines. I love home. I live in the great city of Nashville and, uh, all of our team is in Nashville. It's just amazing. I love home. I love my family. I love my beautiful baby girl. I love my wife. It's just, I love routine. Anyways, sorry, I'm making this a therapy session. Anyways, doing a lot of traveling and one of the things I hate to do is fly southwest. Or American or any other airline besides Delta. Delta's my airline. They treat me right. They have nice planes. They always let me into the lounge because I have a, an Amex Platinum card. All right. So I I like if I'm gonna travel, I like traveling on Delta. And I've had a rough go the last two weeks because despite how much I hate not flying Delta, I hate layovers worse. Ever getting that? mode in life where you're like, I'm not, I'm not even picking what I want here. I'm just like picking between the lesser of two evils. It's a whole nother episode right there. How many of you know sometimes it's just like, get me out of this situation with the least collateral damage as possible. <laughs> uh, anyways, so the other day I'm I'm headed to the airport and we're flying American. I'm going to Charlotte and flying American Airlines. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as Southwest. But I get to the lounge and my city card, which gets me into the lounge is not present. It is not present. It's not in my wallet. It's not in my backpack. I don't know where this card is, but I need it to get into the lounge and my plane boards in about 30 minutes. So it's not like I'm going to have to sit in the bathroom for an hour and a half. I'm, you know, I'm going to have to go sit in a noisy place. There's intercoms everywhere. The, the national airport is under construction, much like the Charlotte airport. And so, She's like, you can't get into the lounge. And I said, well, can I pay for it? And she's like, well, you, it's $59. And I was like, I'll do it. She's like, you want to pay $59? You want to pay $59 for this lounge? I'm like, yes. Swipe the card. Give me the Wi-Fi password and let me go sit down. So I pay the $59. Luckily, I have it in the bank. Everything's good. Life is great. I sit down. I start thinking. I'm thinking, man, I'm grateful that I finally got to get in the lounge because the week prior I had to fly Southwest, they wouldn't let me in any lounge. If you fly Southwest, they don't want to touch you with a 10-foot pole. They're like, get out of the lounges. You can't come in here like you have a disease. I started sitting down and thinking, man, it's crazy. In 30 minutes, $59, divide that by 30 minutes, like two bucks and something per minute. In 30 minutes, I can become in the zone, I can write a promotion. I can create a new offer. I can talk to our real estate team. I can do this, that, or the other. I can get into flow and I can be worth probably seven to $10,000 an hour. You look at all the stuff we got going on and we've got the consulting business that's growing, the real estate business that's growing, the info product business is growing, everything is growing. And that doesn't mean it comes without its problems. It just means that if I can get into flow, I can produce Seven eight, nine, ten thousand dollars isn't it interesting that in school they don't teach you about assets, they don't teach you about financial statements, they don't teach you about investing into yourself. This lady was so shocked and so surprised that I was willing to pay fifty nine dollars for thirty minutes of peace without somebody yelling at me over the intercom and what I sat out and I immediately became productive, and it's just comparing math, it's not that difficult, but I told somebody about the story. I so said, everything in my world is math. You know, you you buy a house for $130,000, you put $30,000 into it, and it's worth $200,000. It's like math. It's math. You have a mortgage that's $900. The tenant pays $1,300. It's math. You get to a certain point where you're able to look at the world through a place of, how do I appropriately capitalize on the situation so that I can create forward progress? How do I appropriately Capitalize on the current situation so I can create forward progress. It's interesting in a school, they teach you about history, sort of. They teach you about statistics, sort of. But mostly people come out and they memorize the capitals of cities and states and countries and they don't retain anything and they graduate. You know, statistics say that like fewer than 10% of people read a book after high school ever again. It's ridiculous. And yet we're living in a world. That seems to be committed to average, committed to the status quo because they can't even do math. Got a lady working at American Airlines. Not only, let's just set aside the fact that she was a horrible sales representative. She didn't say, yeah, that'll be $59. What else can I do for you? She's like, you want to pay $59? Like, I'm crazy. So just the judgmental toed hashtag American Airlines. But beyond that, she doesn't know how to do math. And I'm not saying that it's always a wise investment. I'm not saying that you could superfluously invest into things that are, quote, investments, but they're not. People do this all the time. They think private jets are like an investment. Dude, let me tell you, unless you are worth 25,000 plus per hour, a private jet is not, is not a good investment. And I can get into that and, uh, whatever, but there's a reason that I'm pulling in 10, 12, 15 K an hour and I'm still not playing private. Okay. But beside the point, learn to view yourself as the greatest asset you have access to. It's not real estate, although real estate can be a great asset. Look, we just bought a couple houses in cash in Charlotte. I was, you know, we got all this stuff going on in the real estate business, and will actually produce more revenue next month in its tenth month than the first like twelve months of TF. Anyways, learn to look at yourself as an asset. Go the extra mile in yourself. People talk about going the extra mile for all these sorts of things, and it doesn't make a difference in your life. It doesn't make a difference, but going the extra mile in yourself does. Picking up the book. That is $10. That is the representation of an author's life, work, freaking worth it. Spend the time to learn it. Get off YouTube. I'm not saying that you can't learn other ways. I'm just saying it is time for our generation of entrepreneurs to begin to view themselves as assets. And everybody wants to say view yourself as an asset. You're like, oh, really, Mr. Professor of how to treat yourself as assets. Who is your mentor? Uh, they don't have one. You can't preach one thing and do another. If you're going to preach this way, you look at my life, man. I I am investing into myself through education, through information through talented consultants who have been around a long time before I have. And at times through a $59 ticket to the American Admirals Club where I can sit on my laptop and I can have access to one of the great blessings of our lifetime, the internet and produce value for other people. Anyways, Fix the way you think about yourself. You are the greatest asset in your world. And after you become productive and you grow, you can begin investing into other assets as well. $59, definitely worth it. It was a good time. All right. That's all I got to see you.